Hey there. Thank you for taking the time to press play and check out my podcast. I, I really appreciate it. Um, the songs of the year and the albums of the year podcast is one of my favorite things to do each year. And I, I put a lot of thought into it and I really appreciate you um, taking the time to press play and, and check out my weird music. Um, this year, we need, to, we need to mix it up. We we are going to mix it up this year, and I'm just letting you know, because we're adding a gimmick this year that is going to mix it up, and it's really silly, it's really obscure, and it's hard to explain, and it, I don't even know if it's that funny, but that's kind of the point. So uh, bear with me. So to explain the gimmick that is going to be going on throughout this podcast, um, have you? I'm going to ask you. Have you ever played the game Kingdom Hearts? It's a PS2 game, circa 2002, and mixes Final Fantasy and, and Disney together. Um, regardless if if you played the game or not, uh, what this gimmick is going to be centered around a an audio clip in the opening theme song of the the game. The opening theme song to Kingdom Hearts is called Simple and Clean by Hikaru Yutada. I'm going to play a clip real quick. And this song, for whatever reason, has lived rent-free in my head for, I don't know, maybe going on two decades now. Um, so... The the specific part that lives rent free in my head is the oh baby part, oh, baby. and it's gotten to the point where if so, anything good happens in my life, I just mentally think like oh baby, just like involuntarily I will say out loud oh baby, like and like I get a good email like oh baby, like something something like that. And uh, one time this past year, I was actually in the office one time, and like I just got an email saying there was like food in the break room, and I just let out a really big, and thank goodness there was no one around, because that would have been very embarrassing. And so for the gimmick, for the actual podcast purposes... I'm going to use that Oh Baby clip uh, throughout the podcast, just really randomly when you least expect it, you're going to get a oh, baby. So yeah, that's the gimmick. Let's get into the pod. Welcome to another bombastic, fresh out the plastic, microwaved, reheated. This isn't my flu game, but I'm feeling Jurassic. Get it? Sick? Like, sick like you have a cold? It is the Songs of the Year episode. We are super excited. I'm super excited to share all the music and the favorite songs I've been playing nonstop on the top of my liked songs 
on Spotify. If you are new to the program, I am going to do this very award show style. I have a number. I'm going to start with some big picture trends, uh, some big picture explanations of my music listening in 2023. Then I'm going to do this award show style. I'm going to have certain awards for different songs. And then I am going to walk through my, my top 10 songs of 2023. And if you don't know these songs, don't worry. I'm going to be playing plenty of clips, so don't worry. And if you like them, check them out. If not, it may not be for you, and that's totally cool. So let's start into this year's theme and, and the big picture trend. And um, if you listen to last year's episode, I, I gave you my theme was I noticed that a lot of the music I was listening to, that a lot of the, the genres I was listening to were kind of emo. Uh, kind of sad, really low beat, or either very shoegazy, very experimental, very fuzzy, very low fidelity production, just weird stuff you find on the internet. And uh, there's still some of that this year. Uh, I still enjoy weird <laughs> internet stuff, low fidelity. Um, but this year's theme is, is actually a bit different. It's a, a bit more high energy. And the theme for this year is unhinged and, and what i mean that by that is it's a lot of the songs are a little bit more aggressive they are high energy um there are also songs that will get you unhinged in that if you play it in front of a hinge date they will unmatch you and unhinge you so that's the theme for today um i, I do want to say that i do listen to pop music too so it's it's not all going to be weirdo hour over here um there there's gonna be like two or three songs you, you may have heard that uh, you may like um i do enjoy the scissors the olivia rodrigo's a lot of pop music even taylor swift to a certain extent so um while i won't be talking about them extensively today i, I will be playing some perhaps familiar songs at least at the front end of the portion as we get quick as we get further into the top 10 um we very well, uh, it may be stuff that you haven't heard before, but appreciate you che checking it out. Listen to this. So let's jump into it. We have two awards that I'm going to hand out before jumping into some honorable mentions for the year. Uh, my first award is my favorite feature, which goes to Doja Cat for her feature on the SZA Kill Bill remix. Let's, pl let's play a clip. I love you. I'm in a funk, so I bought a bouquet of roses and cut them up at your doorstep. Your new neighborhood is gorgeous. I paid a lot of money for the fragrances you wore when we were dating, and I sold some lemonade just to afford them. It's not the greatest rap verse of all time, but I think it's very creative that that Doja Cat took a very popular R&B track and rapped over it. And I, I think it's an awesome song. And she just remixed it in a way that added, made it fresh again. So shout out Doja Cat for a unhinged verse about killing her ex. Uh, good luck with that. I actually don't. Someone call the police. But um, but yeah, shout out Doja Cat for a, a great verse remixing one of the, the biggest songs of 2023. And that brings us to our second category, which is also awarded to a song about a relationship. It's a little different. Um, but the category for this award is the 
song that I discovered in 2023 that I really enjoyed but didn't actually come out in 2023. So the genesis for this category is that a lot of years I will get a song suggested by the Spotify algorithm that is new to me that is I've never heard of before, but it actually came out. It didn't come out this year. It, it's not a recent track. It, it's just popular from 2021, 2022. I, I just didn't discover it. It slipped through the cracks of the nebulous internet Alice in Wonderland hole, rabbit hole that is down there. And it's a bummer because these tracks would make my top songs of the year had I known about them that particular year. And so in, in the past, I haven't been sure, do I put it on this year's list, even though it didn't come out this year? And my my way of solving that is going to actually be uh, bringing over a, a, a new category, recognizing them here. Uh, so songs that I discovered in 2023 that didn't actually come out in 2023, very important category. And the award for this prestigious category goes to an ensemble group of uh, three artists, OK Racer, Pop Tropica Sluts, exclamation point, and All Dirch. And the song is Tea Parties with Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, she blind to the fact that she hurt me She's blind, she ain't never shown a courtesy She's mine like I wore all up on my sleeve Show her off, but she never tried to mention me Post me to your story if you proud of me Hold me tight, kiss me slow, say goodbye to me If you ever need a friend, come and cry to me Steady being somebody bad, but it's Louis V. Like the best way I can describe this song is experimental internet friend zone rap. It's about a bunch of guys who are kind of stuck in the friend zone, who are unhinged as a result, and they take out their frustrations uh, through this really trippy, uh, high-paced song. And I just love it. I I played the song a ton and uh, heavily in my rotation throughout 2023. Some other songs that I want to shout out that I discovered in 2023 include... When Life Hands You Problems by Cheek Face. Uh, that, that particular song has a funny chorus. It's When Life Hands You Problems Make Problem Made. However that works. Um, two other songs I want to point out. Uh, uh, the song Thought I Heard You Howl by Rana Plastic Bubbles. I swear I'm not making up that name. And the last song I want to shout out is Doubt by Wyatt Smith. Another song I, I do want to sh- shout out. This is... Not this doesn't quite qualify for the award it as this is a much older song that came out in 2008ish but I listened to a lot of Radiohead this year and uh, one of my favorite songs from them was Nude off of the song In Rainbows. I highly recommend you check out the song. It's very beautiful and and one of the most beautiful songs I heard this year. But the year is 2023 and it's time to talk about songs that actually came out in 2023. Um, so here are the honorable mentions for 2023. They are in no particular order. I don't have time to play an audio clip for every single one, uh, but I'll, I'll give a quick descriptor on it. So first honorable mention is Not Strong Enough by the trio Boy Genius. Boy Genius is a group 
made up of Lucy Dacus and Phoebe Bridgers and one person, other person I'm forgetting. But this was a, a really empowering song. I, I really enjoyed it as a pop song and uh, was definitely in the rotation for a little bit. Number two honorable mention, I will give the aforementioned Kill Bill Doja Cat remix by SZA and Doja Cat. Number three, I have Already Rich by Yeet, my boy Yeet. Um, this is, if you've heard of this kind of new wave of what's called rage rap, I, I guess, Yeet, <laughs> it kind of sounds silly to say his name, but Yeet is one of the the head people there. Um, this has a, it's, it's a very intoxicating song. It's very muffled lyrics, and if you've heard previous songs like money so big this is kind of like the the poor man's version of that song but it's still i I still very much enjoyed that song nonetheless number four i have the song steamroller by feeble little horse um this is there's just a lot of distortion in the song it's it's very shoegazy it's it's very uh lo-fi it's very um up in your grill in, in a little bit but it's very it's very like hazy it's it's slow moving it's a steamroller uh but it's, it's very hazy and i very much enjoy like the first 20 seconds of the song it's it's really it's really very much mood um number five i have the song all twos by two hollis this is a it's kind of hard to ex- ex- explain but this is kind of a unhinged edm song where um, my boy Two Hollis is shouting the words "all twos" uh, in, in various different vocal inflections throughout. Uh, recommend. I, I very much enjoyed it. I'll, I'll talk about it in albums of the year. My sixth honorable mention is the song "Formula One" by Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday is a North Carolina band. Um, this is a very like low key, bluegrassy, uh, chill at song. It, it's kind of talking about. Uh, cuddling with your loved one watching formula one and it's just very hazy just very lazy sunday kind of vibes i I really recommend it the last honorable mention probably shouldn't make the the honorable mentions but i'm actually gonna play a clip from it because i I think it is that unhinged it's possibly one of the most unhinged songs of 2023 and, and it's a year of the unhinged by the chinese new year calendar so uh we're gonna play a, a clip of it the song is Gordo Omar by August Fortnite 2008. Gordo Omar, aka the song you'll play in the car if you want to be single. Is a bit of a meme song. I, I want to shout out uh, my my podcast partner Mario for unearthing this for me. Um, a little bit of background: August Fortnite two thousand eight, the aka the name of the artist is. It's basically some kid in Argentina who pretty much spends too much time on the internet. Um, if if you look, it's not very self serious. Uh, if you look at the cover of this album, the cover art for the song is him wrestling the Queen of England. And the music is some of the most deep-fried, canonically cursed stuff you'll ever hear. Um, it's it's gimmicky. It, it gets old real quick. And but it is interesting that the the pure influence that 
American trap music has across the globe. This is something you might have heard from Chief Keef in, in roughly the year 2013. And that same sort of deep fried, terminally online internet stuff has reached all corners of the globe, specifically to August Fortnite 2008 in Argentina. But now that the memes are out of the way, uh, let's actually get into the top my top 10 songs of 2023. Number 10, I have Emily I'm Sorry by the trio Boy Genius. She called me a fucking liar. Emily, I'm sorry. I just make it off as I go along. And I can feel myself Honestly, it wasn't sure what to put in the 10 spot on this list. I, I had a lot of honorable mentions, and I might even argue that Not Strong Enough is the better Boy Genius song from the same record. But I, I did want to talk about this because it, it was one of the most emotionally potent songs of 2023. It has one of the best choruses of 2023, and it really just gets you in the feels. Um, the reason I, I didn't play it as and this is a personal reason, but the reason I didn't play it as much as I, I maybe would have liked, or or maybe the reason that it's not higher on the list is I actually have a ex girlfriend named Emily, and and we dated for one to two years, and it, it was going well, but um, it's kind of awkward to understandably it's kind of awkward to listen to the song because my ex-girlfriend's named Emily, and I'm not sorry. For the record, we don't actually have beef. We're actually on good terms, but um, just really wanted to use a tacky joke there. So Emily, I'm not sorry, but Emily, I'm I'm sorry is is a a great song, and I wish it it would have resonated a little bit more just because it is actually like slightly awkward. So... But that is number 10. Let's go to number nine, which is another pretty popular pop song. You may have heard it before. It is Cupid Twin Version by the group 5050. I take this job very, very seriously, as you can hear from our previous segment. Um, and I, I put a lot of thought into what songs deserve to be the top 10 songs of the, of the, of the year. And whatever, I, I looked at all the advanced stats. I did all the calculations in the world. I double and triple checked. And by any calculation... The song is is a bop, and it's so good, and I know it's super popular, and maybe you're annoyed by it just because it was overplayed, but this is the song of the summer, and I loved it. It, It's a great song. 
and I am under oath to tell you <laughs> what the top songs of 2023 were, and this was definitely one of them. So Cupid twin version, the twin version, apparently there's two versions by, uh, I believe it's a K-pop band, 5050. Absolute great pop. One of the most popular tracks of 2023. And uh, full disclaimer, it's about to get a little bit more niche uh, going a little bit forward. So just, just a heads up. But uh, let's go, let's switch gears to number eight, which is actually by a popular artist. Uh, number eight, Suicide Doors by Lil Uzi Vert. Thank you, Lil Uzi Vert. I don't know. I don't know. Where the fuck am I? Whoa! Fuck you and fuck your bitch. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all niggas. Y'all niggas try to ban me from this shit, but I came back. I do what I want, I do anything I please. I feel like bitch, I'm a crow. And if my grandma was listening, she just turned off the podcast. Thanks for making it this far, Nana. Um, apologies, you, you didn't deserve that, but I appreciate you supporting the, the pod. And yeah, um, <laughs> this was a very hard track to pull a clip from. I, I did most of the hype stuff where he's swearing a lot, but that's kind of the entire track. There's a, there's a lot of swearing, and it was really hard to find an appropriate clip to put here that wasn't super profanity lace, super over the top. Um, yeah, so this is Lil Uzi Vert. It's, it's from his new tape called The Pink Tape. Um, what you need to know about that album is that album, The Pink Tape, was terrible and the worst album I heard in 2023. Depending on who you ask, this song is also terrible. The lyrics are tacky, the vocals are whiny, but I kinda like it. You could convince me that Uzi wrote the song in 10 minutes, or at least the lyrics to the song in 10 minutes. It's very anti-intellectual in that way. He's he's like, I get money like a CEO. Whoa! Like, <laughs> kind of hilarious, uh, over-the-top ad-libs in, in the background. Like, congrats, Uzi. You've been getting money like a CEO. But have you ever gotten money like a... That gimmick didn't make sense, kind of like the song. But if I'm going to be completely honest with you, this was my a favorite rap song of 2023. And the reason is the, the over-the-top production, the rage, the energy of the song is just unlike what a lot of standard boilerplate rap music has become today. I would compare this song to the song N95 by Kendrick Lamar that he released last year. Um, that was also my, my favorite rap song of, of 2022. And while I don't have time to play a clip, the the things that make that song are the over-the-top production, the, the vocal inflections, and that's kind of what's going on here with Suicide Doors. It's, it's just a hype kind of metal song to lift at the gym, I, I guess. And again, it goes to this very rage rap trend that started with 
Playboy Cardi's whole lot of red in 2020. I wouldn't call Uzi a trailblazer for the song. It, he's very much riding a wave, riding other people's trends. But it does feel like an advancement or at least a really well done version of a, a rage rap song. And that's why I love it. But let's move on to number seven, which is It Will Never Be the Same by Two Hollis. I don't really have a lot of notes on the song. It's just a very hype start to the song and a great closer to the album. I usually just enjoy playing those first 30 seconds that you just heard. And it's something that when I'm at the end of a road trip or getting home to my apartment and driving up the hill, it's just it's just kind of fun celebration music towards the end of that. So for the context of the album, it has a somewhat dramatic outro uh, for that, I, I think, sets off the album kind of nicely. Um, it is a little intense, but um, in the context of the album, I, I think it really works. And so, yeah, it will never be the same by Two Hollis. Banger. That brings us to number six, which is Stare at the Sun by Frost Children. I can't believe Frost Children is a hyper-pop weirdo band. That's typically their style and sound. Um, and this song is kind of weirdo, and it. one thing I enjoy about it is it's kind of unpredictable passages going throughout uh, the chorus or, or go, going throughout the uh, the verse. And uh, But what I will say about Frost Children that is really interesting is their, their new album, Hearthroom, uh, they display a really kind of more mature singer-songwriter sound. Um, that's not quite on this particular song, but it's a bit of change of direction. And uh, for that reason, Frost Children is is one of the more interesting bands on my radar. They they haven't really nailed it for an entire album, but they really when they hit, they they really hit. And so they've they've had a lot of um, great songs, in my opinion. And and this is one of them. Uh, but the real reason. The song made the list is it has a very unhinged outro.
So beyond being loud, I, I think they do have a decent knack for songwriting and, and instrumentation, as you heard on uh, the lead up, the bridge into, into that final part. So number six, that is Stare at the Sun by Frost Children. All right, number five is kind of weird, and I'm kind of cheating a bit, but number five is broadly categorized as Playboy Cardi Leaks. Playboy Cardi, experimental trap rapper, um, his last output was the song was the album Whole Lot of Red on Christmas Day 2020. I wasn't really a big fan of Playboy Cardi going into that record. My podcast partner Mario was a, a firm zealot of of Playboy Cardi, a, a true believer of it. Um, I also wasn't really a big fan of the album Whole Lot of Red when it came out. That that album that came out Christmas Day 2020, but the album grew on me like absolutely crazy. I encourage you to check out our just scroll down the feed and, and check out our review and, and podcast episode on Playboy Cardi Whole Lot of Red. I think it's one of our, our better episodes with me and Mario just kind of revisiting the al- album. What's age the best? What's age the worst? But even past the recording of that episode, and as I've mentioned on the pod a couple of times, like Whole Lot of Red is one of my favorite albums of the 2020s. And because of that, we've kind of been waiting with <laughs> bated breath for uh, and we've been waiting and been constantly disappointed for uh, new Playboy Cardi music. It's not quite a Frank Ocean situation, but he is a bit of an asshole. He is a bit radio silent. He did kind of try to ruin Christmas Day in, in 2022. Uh, that's uh, its own story. But ever since the release of Whole Lot Red, there have been a number of leaks that... Uh, basically songs that didn't quite make the album but or maybe they were made after the whole lot of red sessions but um they are very much in that vein and and in in fact they are produced by the producer filthy um who just absolutely mind bending production it just absolutely off the rails and and i love it um so i this this category I know it's it's number five but it's really two different tracks that leaked in uh, I discovered them in in the past year and I've just been playing them a lot mainly for their beats but it's let's go so the first one is called Never Seen Shit by Playboy Cardi. I just think the beat is phenomenal. I, I love. I also love the producer tag, the the wake up filthy kind of producer tag that that filthy has on all of his tracks. Playboy Cardi's vocals are a bit give or take. I I think his voice is a bit of an acquired taste. I know a lot of people don't like it when he talks like a dare I say a baby and no I'm not gonna play the clip I, I think it's, it's probably a little tired <laughs> at this point um, I'm, I'm not gonna play the clip but Playboy Cardi's baby voice it's a bit of a quiet taste it's not for everyone 
Um, it is kind of hit or miss on this one, but I, I think the beat is insane. So that's the first Playboy Cardi leak. But really, I, I want to talk about the second one, uh, which I don't know if the song came out in like 2021. It just keeps popping up on YouTube, getting deleted and re-uploaded to YouTube. And that track is Medusa. Just the most insane beat I've heard since Whole Lot of Red came out in 2020. So shout out Filthy. Man, I always cut off the clip right when there's like a, a big expletive. But moving on to number four, which is 100 Gex with Hollywood Baby. What you coming on, baby? Are you getting lazy? Clear blue sky, but it rains all the late fees. Did you get the payment? We had an arrangement. We don't want to watch the news, we just read One of the most fun, energetic enjoyable songs that I heard and was playing on repeat really early in the year when it dropped. You can call 100 Gex a meme band and you would not be wrong. They definitely do have a lot of memes in their music. They, they definitely have a lot of camp in, in their music. I hope I'm using the word camp right. Um, but I think their song structure is really well written. I, I think their music is very well produced. And I think they have some of the funniest lyrics you'll hear all year. Um, one of my favorite lyrics in that clip we just played is they, they say like, we don't want to watch the news. We just read statements, which is just such a ridiculous thing to say, but the way they say it goes extremely hard and, <laughs> uh, it's, it's hilarious, but really we haven't gotten to the crux of the song that is the main appeal and why I was playing it all over and over again. And that's, that's the chorus. Epic, anthemic, really catchy. I, I think it's one of 100 Gex's best choruses in their discography. And I, I think it's, it's such a great chorus that it's kind of funny. If you watch the music video for Hollywood Baby, um, when when Dylan Brady is performing the chorus or, or when the chorus is playing, he just kind of looks straight into the camera with just a sort of look that's saying like, you're hearing this right? Are you hearing this right? Like they knew it was such a great chorus and um, probably the, the song that got them the most radio play that opened this band to a little bit more of a mainstream audience. So uh, number four, Hollywood Baby. Let's play the chorus one more time. Number three, 
The number three song is No C parentheses CRT by the Argentinian group Mis Sueños Son De Tu Adios. much to say on this particular cut i'm actually low-key surprised it's the only screamo adjacent cut that made it onto my list this song just showed up via my spotify algorithm and it's it's basically been a song that i play at the gym that gets me pretty hype there's just one real harmony it's a little subtle but yeah it's hard to explain but it's like i pardon my singing but it's like and yep, that 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 just lives rent free in my head. And two to three times a day, I just have to play the first thirty seconds of the song to to get that it into my head, just because it's stuck in my head and it lives rent free. And I need to just go outside and, and take my musical cigarette listening to this passage. So this song is like a cigarette. I can't really shake it, but I, I played it a ton, so it's number three. And moving on, that takes us to number two. The number, My number two song of 2023 is Falling by Slow Tie. You ever feel like falling? This song has a very simple guitar progression at the middle of it. It's like do do do. It's like a I assume it's like a one three five chord just going up and down, and it's just the guitar uh, mainly going up and down. It's getting they play around with the dynamics, uh, slow ties vocals around it get a bit more and more unhinged. Um, overall, as the song progresses and it, it just gets more and more unhinged and and more and more powerful, more and more cathartic. And honestly, this was going to be my my song of the year when I first heard it in March. I it's just super powerful. Uh, in the context of the album, it's a super powerful moment of catharsis and and realization in the album. But talking about slow tie again on this pod, it it is really kind of awkward. Um, Slow tie, as I mentioned in my separating art from artists podcast, um, where I, I went into this in, in a little bit more detail. Uh, but slow tie was has been arrested for rape, and it's 
really gross and it, it really kind of hurts and it makes listening to the song a, a little bit more awkward and, and a little tougher listen. Um, I I still really enjoy the song. This is one of the, the few songs I, I still enjoy on the album. Um, I, I, I still think it's very cathartic if you separate the context from the artist. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of other thoughts on the song other than look, the, the guitar makes me feel like I'm, I'm being launched into space. That's what I enjoy about it. There's other aspects surrounding the context of the song that don't make me enjoy it. It's a bit awkward, but, um, I, I covered this in, in a podcast. So I, if you want to hear more about it, I recommend you check it out. Um, yeah. And so as we awkwardly go back to our, our paid programming, um, I'm going to have a little intermission because I have, I have some notes that I, I need to get through before we, we reveal the number one song of 2023. The first thing is over the course of recording this podcast over the past day or, or so, um, I realized I forgot a honorable mention, honestly, a song that had I thought of it would have arguably cracked the, the top 10 of this list. And that song is... Kuroida, I, I hope I don't butcher this, but it's Kuroido Mago number two by Asian Glow. Let's play a clip. And while that clip may sound a little bit grating to some, um, I, I think it exemplifies what a lot of what I really enjoy about shoegaze music, which is this really lo-fi, distorted, washed-out uh, brand of, of guitar music. If, if you've heard of My Bloody Valentine uh, from the 90s, that they're kind of the, the patron saints of, of shoegaze. And shoegaze has had a bit of a revival uh, within... North Korea, not North Korea, whoops, um, South Korea in 2022. A lot of my favorite songs were actually South Korean shoegaze for whatever reason. And this song was one of my favorites for the year because it just kind of puts you in this haze, this kind of mind state, this kind of mood that you're just kind of staring blankly into the wall. And it's just very kind of like, not like turn your brain off, but you're just kind of like, your pupils dilate as you, you just kind of look into the void in a way. And it, I really kind of enjoy it. Not, not to be weird or anything, but it's just kind of a, a very unique feeling that I, I think is pretty cool. Two more housekeeping things before we reveal the number one song. Uh, the first thing is I, I forgot an award. And, and this particular award is my musical moment of the year. And this is a, a little bit more of a personal moment but um earlier this year i got to go to a, a concert in dc i got to see my 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 new favorite artist um of all time which is this it's similar to the the past clip we just played what about shoegaze but it's kind of a an emo um shoegaze bedroom pop person uh they they go by weather day they're based in sweden but they were doing a U.S. tour and, and came to D.C. and I uh, I got to go to the show and it was an awesome experience. The reason I, I enjoy their 
music so much is uh, my favorite album ever is their debut album, Come In, uh, which, which you can hear on Spotify or, or wherever you get your music. And ever since that record released in 2019, ever since I got into it in, in 2020, um, I've been kind of just waiting, just kind of anticipating, just excited for any new snippet of Weather Day music I, I can get, um, including, like, I, I've been on YouTube scavenger hunts galore, uh, finding some of the, the Stray Lucys that are in their discography, whether that's under the Weather Day name or, or other certain aliases that they have. Um, and it's just been this internet scavenger hunt to, to find. And so it was great to actually see them in person and, and see their band. Um, I will say, I I don't think the set went super well. I, I think the band was, the band, the supporting band for Weather Day was, it was a bit messy, like the sound wasn't going right. You could barely hear the vocals, and, and unless you like knew the lyrics, which of, of course I knew, but um, it was, was kind of hard to tell what was playing. Um, but despite all those obstacles, I, I, I really enjoyed the show. It, it was awesome to hear some of my favorite songs in person. It was awesome to be around a bunch of other people who liked this really niche artist um as well and to to talk with them and and just kind of hang and and listen to music with them and one of the most exciting parts of this concert is that uh weather day they have a a new album that they're working on it's hopefully going to release sometime in 2024 it's called hornet disaster it's something that i'm eagerly anticipating but also want the artist to have as as much time as they need to to get it right and get it to a place where they like it. Um, but they were playing some unreleased songs from the album. And one of those songs, I, I believe after doing some internet detective wizardry, um, I believe this, this song is called Blanket. Um, and it was, it was a pretty good song and I was, I was really vibing to it. And it was just kind of surreal getting to listen to, to new music. And, and I, I was having a great time and, and getting into it. But then, uh, but then this guitar solo just breaks out near the end of, of one of the songs and, and the guitar solo is pretty simple and I don't have a great audio clip for it, but I'll, I'll play the clip that I found here. And I'm not going to say that it's Mozart or the greatest guitar solo you or I have, have ever heard. And in fact, you can hear a, a decent number of mistakes uh, playing the the simple old-ish solo. Um, but it was just like really emotional and, and really uh, kind of surreal listening to it because this was really unfolding like five feet in front of me. And I don't know, it was really cool. And it, it makes me super excited for the new album, however it turns out. Um, just excited to possibly hear a CD quality version uh, of the song. And so that was my musical moment of the year at this particular concert that I went to in DC. Um, 
so one last thing that we'll do before going into the final song of my list. Uh, first, I want to build anticipation by listing out the past songs of the year uh, that I've done. The number one song that I've had over the past, I think, six or seven years I've kept this list. So just going down the line, uh, in 2016, my song of the year was Shadow Man by No Name, Saba, and Smino. In 2017, my number one song was North Pole by Injury Reserve, which is a really sad song if, if you ever check it out. 2018, my song of the year was Ghost Town by Kanye West, which is this very like cathartic, letting out all, all the demons kind of cut that's really rewarding. Um, 2019, my favorite song was kind of a tie between Ring Ring and Empty by Juice World, Rest in Peace. 2020, my song of the year was Hand Crushed by a Mallet by 100 Gex, but specifically the Fallout Boy remix to that song. Uh, number, I keep saying number, but 2021, uh, my song of the year was Darling of Loving Vows by Weather Day. Uh, that's a song that's not available on Spotify, but you can find it on YouTube. Um, 2022, my last year, what my song of the year was I Told You That I Was Afraid by The Best, which is a indie pop indie rock band. And that brings us to my number one song of 2023, and that is All That I Want Is You, Heart Emoji, by Bliss and Capoxo. I swear that this is not a joke. Um, this is just this is just a song that popped up on my Spotify algorithm, and it was, it was catchy. It got stuck in my head, um, and I it is my most streamed song of 2023 by far. I don't have a, a lot of reasons why. Um, I guess I'll try to diagnose right now. Um, but the genre of the song is, is generally known as plug and be it kind of like plug music which is very kind of drowned out kind of very moody repetitive lyrics it, like when you hear things like i saw you drown black i can't do it um but like i saw you blacked out of the party like 20 times in a row it, it's it's very much trying like almost kind of like a drunk mindset as you're just very much stuck in this kind of zone just kind of like looking in, into the void uh <laughs> It just really encapsulates a, a sort of mood, and, and when you're feeling that way, you you might play the song like three or four times in a row. Lyrically, it's it's a little bit whiny. It, it's about, as you could hear, um, it's about finding your crush at the party, and everyone's had had a couple of drinks, and uh, for whatever reason, he you just know in that instant that she's just not that into you. 
I wouldn't say this is the most profound statement of, of love, but I, I do think the song kind of encapsulates that that kind of like just <laughs> that understanding that just kind of like shit like like that kind of moment of rejection uh and just met emotionally going through it uh and and just kind of like needing a crash cart basically to to get out of this funk i honestly think that one way they do this and and i, I don't believe this is intentional but you know those heartbeat monitors and for comatose patients and and you know the sound that happens when when they flatline i'll play a clip just for reference and now listen to the clip I, i'm gonna i'm gonna play it it's very subtle but there's there's a very like high pitch like hmm And I, I just think it's, uh, I don't know if you heard it or not, but I, I just think it that particular part goes super hard and it, it has that, it has that little added oomph of our, our boy emotionally flatlining at the party. Who can relate? Well, I hope you can't actually relate to the song and I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. That, that's the end of our song of the years episode. Um, we got it done. I'm really pleased with how it turned out, and thank you so much for for taking the time to listen to this. I really appreciate your support. I am in a little bit of a podcasting groove, thankfully, so no no promises, but um, we are hoping to have an album of the year's episode coming very soon. We're also hoping to have a video games of the year episode with Schaefer and Dylan. And, you know, I do have some thoughts on the Spurs and Victor Wembanyama versus Chet Holmgren, so hopefully I, I, I'll publish those those pretty soon. But as I always, uh, feel free to check out other stuff in the pod. If you enjoyed this, please consider giving us a, a good review on Apple Podcasts or, or Spotify. And uh, recommend it to a friend if you think, if you have a, a music lover in your life who listens to weirdo internet music and, and might enjoy this podcast. So... Um, anyways, I, I hope you're safe. And if you have any thoughts on your favorite songs of the year, I would love to hear them. I would love to know what your song of the year is. And with that, let's wrap it up and hope you have a great rest of your day. <laughs>